control. Most people would say that's an important thing to have, right? Someone who's controlled. Not so positive if you say, if you say somebody is controlling, is it? Not so positive. Mm. But control in terms of self-control is really important. Someone who isn't self-controlled can be dangerous. Dangerous to ourselves. Our freedom necessitates self-control. If we don't have self-control, then we're not actually free. True freedom does not lie in me doing whatever I like. That's not an expression of freedom. True freedom is freedom being free to choose the good because it's hard to choose the good. It's really easy to choose evil. It's really easy to live a life of just throwing it all away and, and chasing after pleasure, possessions and power. That's easy. There's no resistance there, very little. Whereas to choose the good is very difficult and it requires a lot of effort and work. So self-control is one of the most uh, important virtues we can develop. We do that by the life of uh, the ascetical life, fasting and self-denial. Various forms of that, uh, fasting from food, fasting from other things. What are those things that I crave? Good things, good things, but just... First of all, it's using them in a balanced way, but also sometimes even going beyond that. And for example, with fasting and taking less than my body might need on a given day, not to do damage, of course, but to simply uh, exercise and grow strong in that self-mastery that I know in this area that I can say no to myself. Chastity is another area where there's tremendous desires and the need to grow in the capacity to say no to those desires for the sake of my good and another's good. So it's a growth. It, it's like we need to exercise this to grow strong in this and to pray for that grace. And balance is needed here as with all of the virtues. We want to get the balance between proper and appropriate self-care but also not in entering into uh, self-indulgence and uh, in a way of living that leads to me losing that gift of self-control, self-mastery. Now, this is true of everything that is uh, within our responsibility. So what is our responsibility? Well, the things I'm responsible for, my thoughts, how I direct my emotions. I, I'm not responsible for how my emotions react to things, but how I react and lead my emotions, I am responsible for that. My behaviors, my words, my attitudes, the company I keep, the job I choose, there's various things, my decisions, that's a big one. And that then impacts all massive amounts of areas in my life that I am responsible for. Okay, what am I not responsible for? And this is a really important point because I could waste a lot of time and energy and get really frustrated and resentful in life because I'm trying to exercise control over things I cannot control. You may be able to relate. So what's not under my responsibility? Everything else other than what I mentioned. So my thoughts are my responsibility. Everybody else's thoughts about me or anybody else, they are not my responsibility. Do you ever find yourself taking responsibility for people's thoughts? Do you ever find yourself wanting to fix or change someone's way of thinking? I don't mean to, uh, to challenge it. I don't mean to maybe try to influence somebody. I mean, I need to change your thinking. That's going too far. Why, how do I know that? Because God doesn't do that to me. So that's a good yardstick. God is extremely uncontrolling. For the one who's in control, he's extremely uncontrolling. He gives us so much space. We know this because have you ever sinned? Maybe. Maybe you've sinned. I certainly have. God didn't stop me. 
Now, if I was God, I'd be like micromanaging everybody and everything. Stop, 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 stop. No, no sinning. That would be, I think that's abuse. That's to reduce these free beings. So if you create a being free and then you can't handle their freedom when they misuse it and you start removing their freedom, that would be a form of abuse. That's not what love does and that's not what God does. Uh, so he doesn't do it. Lots of people get angry at God because he doesn't enter into that form of abuse. Why did God let these terrible things happen to these people? Well, God didn't do the terrible thing. People did the terrible thing and God respected their freedom to make terrible decisions and do bad things. And God hates evil. He hates evil, but he loves every one of his creatures. So it is, it's entering into that, that space where, yeah, people were free to do nasty things. And how do we handle that? And for the sake of this talk, what do we do with this area where we, we don't have control? We might like to think we have control. We might think, no, 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 no. I can get them to do what I want. That's manipulation. And this is where we have to enter into a real relationship with God. There are so many things in our life that we think we have control over and we don't. People, if there's any people in your life you think you have control over, you don't. You may not even have control over yourself. Now, for parents who have little children, they have a very unique role of, of teaching, guiding, disciplining from time to time because those children don't yet have full, full knowledge of what they're doing nor full control of their will. So there is a way in which parents you know, get to say, no, we're not doing that today. And the, the, the thing to check with this is that, that it's always done for the good of the other. It's always done out of love. Okay, but eventually that child gets their own freedom. And then there's you know, those times where boundaries are crossed. Okay, but then that's what I'm going to clearly communicate with you, whatever age you are, the consequences of, you know, doing something that's offensive or crosses a boundary or something like that. So we both know what the consequences would be if, for example, someone comes home and they're drunk and abusive. Okay, the consequence is I can't control you and stop you drinking, but I can leave and go to my parents' house, for example. So I'm not trying to control your behavior because I can't, but you have to make a decision based on what's this going to look like if you continue to act that way. And guys, that is a million miles away from trying to control somebody. That is not controlling. All I'm saying is, listen, you're free, but this is what happens if you choose to do that. I'm off. Call me when you have real change in your life. Hope that makes sense. So with this stuff, let's just surrender this to God. If there's any areas in our life where we do this, let's give it to him. Ask him to help us know what it is. As the serenity prayer says, God, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can, namely me, and the wisdom to know the difference. God bless you.